Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I think I'm on episode 144 or 145. I don't know. It's somewhere around that that area. So um, if you have been rocking along with me for 100 plus episodes, man, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you. I pray your soul has been refreshed. I pray that you are growing, that you are renewing your mind daily. Um, uh, if you, you're like, hey, I've only been listening to a couple of episodes or I just started listening this year. Man, thank you to you. Thank you for investing in your soul. Um, thank you for allowing me to speak to the ear of your soul. Um we have to be careful what all we let in and who all we listen to. And so I just want to, I want you to know, I honor your soul. I honor your heart. And, um, I pray that you have been hearing God. You have been hearing him speak to you in a place that you know, that is probably untapped, um, a place where you know, that needs watering, that needs refreshing, that needs his word, that needs, um, to feel seen. Sometimes we need someone to just say the things that has been just in our hearts, but we haven't had the language for it. We haven't spoken it. But when we hear someone saying of what they went through and what God did and who God is in that area, whatever it is, it's a, it's refreshing. It's refreshing to hear. It's refreshing to feel like you're not alone in this journey. And that is what refreshing the soul podcast is about. It's about helping you do the soul work that you need by creating a safe space to do it in by creating a space where you feel seen, where you feel heard, where you feel understood, you don't feel isolated and alone and stranded. And like, this is only you No, we're in this together. We, we are all on a journey. We're all in different places on our journey, but we're all pursuing. We're all reaching for what um, God has called us to. And so I just want to tell you, thank you. And I also want to ask you a question. How is your soul doing? I know you probably hear this every single episode and I'm going to ask you every single episode because I don't feel like we ask ourselves enough. I just, I don't. And we have to train ourselves to check in with it ourselves. We train ourselves to say, hey, good morning. What do you need? Let me get up and make these this cereal for the kids. Let me make let me check on them. Let me make sure they get up for school. We are so good at checking on others. And when it comes to us, we don't think about checking on us. We wait for someone else to do it. And I just believe what Paul said that we ought to evaluate ourselves. 
I don't have the scripture reference for you, but I promise if you look up Google and just type in Paul and evaluate, <laughs> evaluate yourselves, the scripture will come right up for you. All right. If you need that reference. But it says that we should uh, we should evaluate ourselves. What we got to check and see where we're at, how we're doing, how we're growing. Am I tending to the garden of my soul? Am I taking care of what God has given me? Um, you matter. What's going on in this inside of you matter. Your feelings, it matters. God doesn't want you to overlook or avoid or pretend like it's all good and you you're feeling empty on the inside. No, he's like, I want to fill you. He doesn't want you to go around depressed and, and saddened and feeling like no hope. God wants to give you hope. God wants to give you hope by simply showing you that he's there with you, that you're not alone. So in those places, in those moments, in those feelings, it's so important that we allow God in that space. So I'm asking you, how is your soul? How are you doing? Are you checking in with yourself? Are you bringing that place to God? And then are you listening to him? I'll never forget. Um, right. Um, it was about 10 years into my marriage and I decided it was time to get a divorce. <laughs> I was pulling, putting it off forever. And because um, I had three kids, I didn't want my kids to be uh, to fill the the remnants, the 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 punishment of divorce because of a because of the choice that me and their father made. I really wanted to stick it out. But I was at a place where I honestly I just felt like I couldn't. I couldn't, I did everything that I knew to do. And after I made that decision, my husband was no longer in the home. I remember sitting, um, sitting in my chair in the living room. I had a, I, ha I think I had my Bible and a notebook out. And to be honest, be prior to all this, I really hadn't been seeking God like in a personal and real way. I had just been asking him to just, you know, help my marriage, heal my marriage. You know, the thing that was on the forefront of my mind, like I was just, that's where I was at. And then after I realized that this is not changing <laughs> and it's been 10 years and I feel, I just feel so broken and hopeless. I'm sitting there with the Bible notebook and pen. And I'm just like, God, you know what? I don't even know if you're real. This is the place that I'm in. And I, I actually, I just got honest with God. I was raw. I was real. I was authentic. The marriage was out of the way. I didn't have that as an, as a distraction. And yes, sometimes People, even our husband, our kids, our family can be distractions. Even the, the things that God gives us can be distractions between our relationship with God. And I had no relationship. So I'm telling him, you know, what? I, I honestly, I don't believe that you are real. I don't. I'm, I look at where I'm at. I've done all the good stuff. I've been, I've been faithful. 
I've I've been faithful to you as far as, you know, going to church and, you know, um, showing up and praying and trying to do the right thing. Be be good to others, being good to my husband. Like, you know, I felt that that required some sort of blessing and at least blessing on my marriage. Like eventually it should get better. And it did not And it's like, you know what? I don't believe who I don't believe that you're real. And I don't care how I grew up. I don't care what my parents say about you and what and how hardcore they are about believing you. I don't. And if you want me. And if you're real. Show me. I need you to prove yourself to me. Um, I said this because I was sitting there watching Joyce Meyer. And Joyce Meyer said that a lot of times when we pray, it's a monologue, but prayer is a dialogue. And I believe I'm speaking to some women who have been having quite a few monologues lately with God. And you've given him no room to, to speak back. And so she, she goes on to say, when you pray and you talk to God and you ask some questions, just sit there. Just sit there for a minute and allow him to respond. You can even ask God, all right, what do you want me to hear? Or God, speak to my heart. So after I, I'm saying all this, I'm like, okay, if you're real, prove it to me. Speak to me. And God did just that. He spoke to me in a matter of like seconds. Honestly, I believe God was waiting for the authentic place of who I was and where, where I was at really. He didn't, he, he didn't want my marriage. He wanted me not. And I'm, and yes, he wants our marriage, our marriages, our relationships, our businesses, everything. He wants those things to prosper, but it should prosper as our soul prospers. So as I'm doing good, everything else will, will that is connected to me will prosper and flourish. So he speaks to me. He speaks to me in a way where only there was no second guessing or doubting. He literally, listen to what I'm saying now. He literally brought back to my remembrance an argument me and my husband had like a few weeks ago. I, I can't, I can't even make this up. This has been over. This has been, this was in 2014. Okay. That's almost 10 years ago. And I st- distinctly remember it to this day. I was, he, not only did he show me or remind me of the, con- of the argument I had, he then goes on to show me my heart and told me, this is when I heard him. He told me, why I said the things that I was saying in the argument. He was showing me my heart. God showed me that he was with me, that he heard me, that he saw me, and that he knew me more than I knew myself. And so from that day on and that day forward, I have been giving God my authentic self. I have been giving God my rawest feelings. Even if it was times I was angry or upset at God 
or confused or felt even betrayed by God, I gave him that. And I'll say, because I've um, kept this honest relationship with God and have not hidden anything from him, I believe that's why I continue to move forward and I don't stay stuck. And so I'm asking you, how is your soul doing? I'm, I'm encouraging you to bring your honest self to God. And I'm also reminding you that God is a God who is with us and who knows us. So listen to him. He has so much that he wants to share with you, that he wants to show you. And he's not going to do it all in one day, in one minute. It is through our daily seeking, our daily pursuit, our daily rhythm of living with God. And so it's just been laid on my heart to talk about moving forward. We're moving forward. And last week it was kind of like an introduction and an introduction in a way that was not on my my um, agenda. But, you know, every podcast is about God's agenda and what he wants um, to be said. And this week I felt like I, I should stay in the same vein. Um, so I want to continue to talk about moving forward and that definition of forward means in the direction that one is facing or traveling toward the front onward. So as to make progress, it also means toward a successful conclusion. That very last um, portion um, that says toward a successful conclusion, it reminded me of a story that I heard Dr. Tony Evans sharing um, on on this video I was watching. I think it was an older video. So I don't know if this is when one of his sons was younger or if it's one of his sons when his sons was older. I couldn't catch the first part of it. So I don't know if his son played football or if he was the chaplain of this football game, but he wanted his father to be there and his father couldn't make it to the football game. Right. So, you know, later, you know, he found out that, that their football team won, but he decided to watch the replay on direct TV. So he's watching the replay on direct TV, but he knows that they already won the football game. Well, as he's watching the replay, He's watching the fumbles. He's watching the interceptions. All the things that this other team, the opposing team, um, is doing and is looking like um, they're failing. But he already knows they've won. So because he already know he already he already knew that they won, he responded to the interceptions and the fumbles in a different way. And so that's what I feel like this 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 series. Um, is about I feel I feel like that's what forward us moving forward in toward a successful conclusion we have to understand that our pursuit and what we're moving forward in is already success at the end of it we've already won we are victorious you're already reaching towards something where you already have the prize you've already won so as we're moving forward things may happen 
life happens. There's going to be interceptions. There's going to be fumbles. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be things that, that, that feel uncomfortable. Um, however, we know, however, since we know that we've won, we can respond to it in a different way. So us going forward, us moving forward, it's toward a successful conclusion. And so um, I'm going to be talking about the different things that I feel that is needed in order for us to continue to move forward in this race, in this, um, I don't want to call it a game, but this race, this pursuit, this life, this journey where God is calling us. And so today I want to ask you, what do you need to accept? What do you need to accept? Because in order to move forward, there are some things we need to accept about ourselves, about where we're at, about who God is, who God says that we are. Because if not, we'll always find ourselves being tugged backwards or pulled in a different direction than where we where God wants us to be. Only God's word, his truth, and what he is saying can pull us toward the successful conclusion he has for us. And so kind of like our just our meditation scripture for this whole series is going to be from Philippians 3, 12 through 14. And I'm reading it in the Passion Translation. Um, I want to read it every week. I feel like through this scripture, is it pulls out all the different things that that kind of addresses the um, the different things that we need to to move forward, the way that Paul is moving forward. So just listen to this scripture and we're going to help break down this acceptance that we need to achieve in order to move forward. So Philippians 3, 12 through 14, it says, and this is Paul speaking. He says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. But I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me to make his to make me his own. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Catch that at the end. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal. What's the goal? What's the end? The victory prize through the anointing of Jesus, meaning There's already victory at the end. So he says, I run straight for that. So at the beginning here, Paul is saying he is admitting to where he is presently. He says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. He's saying, listen, I admit this is where I'm where I am and this is where I am not. Okay, so he's admitting where he is presently by stating where he is not. Okay, and there there is an acceptance of listen, I I can accept that I am right here. 
I can accept it because at the same time, I'm pursuing to be there, right? So what do we need to accept? What do we need to admit? Paul continues to go on and says that I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. He's accepting that I don't have the strength to pursue God and pursue this full um, abundance to, uh, um, to uh, uh, pursue this fullness, this wholeness, this purpose that Christ Jesus has for me, this victory prize. I, I can't do this journey that God has called me to by my own strength. There's no way I would quit a million times. <laughs> How many times have we felt like giving up? He admits that he cannot move forward on his own strength. He accepts that I I, I accept this state that I'm in, that my flesh, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own strength. So when we refuse to accept one, where we're at, when we refuse to accept where we're at, we will continue to move forward in cycles. We will continue to move forward in cycles of how uh, of, di- uh, of of coming up with different ways on how we can get to where we want to get because we refuse to admit, hey, th- th- I have a weakness here. I I don't I don't have the knowledge, the wisdom here. I don't have the fullness, the wholeness here yet. But I'm pursuing it. Also, if we don't admit that we don't have the strength to do it. That'll also keep us going in cycles and cycles is just a circle. It's round and round. It's never forward. It's still in one place for a moment for temporarily. It may look like you're making some track, like you're making some headway, but then you realize I'm back where I started. I'm still dealing with this same um, insecurity. I'm still dealing with this same, um, wound I'm still dealing with this same mentality the same mindset I'm still right here in another job in another relationship that's the exact same place of where I just left the exact same place I just ran from why because we're trying to do it on our own strength we're trying to make headway on what we think we can do by ourselves because we think we can get there And I don't know what your there is. I don't know what your goal is. I don't know what your dream is. But I want to tell you, there's nothing wrong with dreaming. There's nothing wrong with having goals. I believe there's some things that God has placed on the inside of you. And you have those desires, those dreams, those goals, because he put them there. And then there are things that God's like, that's not your race. That's not the goal that I have for you. When you can accept that you're my child, when you can accept who I created you to be, when you can accept my love, when you can accept that there's nothing that you can do or perform or get perfect to earn my love, you won't even want those half the things on your list. So the definition of belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists without evidence, without proof of it, without substantial proof or evidence. 
Is it that there's some things it's hard for us to accept because we are looking for proof and evidence of it? There are some things we, we have yet to fully accept about ourselves because we don't see the evidence of it. It may be hard for you to fully accept right now that you are loved unconditionally by God. Because you see how other people um, treat you when you make mistakes, when you mess up, when you're not, when you, you're, when you're not perfect. And because maybe because you're looking for the evidence in people, you're looking for the evidence in your life working out a certain way that you don't, you, it's hard for you to accept that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. For me, it was hard to accept that God um, is my protector and will protect me from evil and harm. It was hard for me to accept that because I wasn't seeing the evidence of it. And so because of that, it kept me in this stuck 20 year old mentality that I was not safe. Not because I just didn't see it and I just didn't feel it because I refused to accept that God was my protector. So I want to ask you again. And you may need to take some time to think about this. You may need to sit at the feet of Jesus and ask, what do you need to accept in order to move forward? And I can rephrase the question like this. What is the thing you are looking for evidence for before you believe it? Is it protection? Is it love? Is it, validity in your in 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 who you are security in who you are is it that you're smart and that you're pretty enough and wise enough and strong enough what are things that you are looking for evidence for and people and things and and finances and circumstances wait, working out in your life what are the things that you are looking for evidence of before you believe it God is saying, I need you to accept that you are that and more without anything validating it, but my word. Because when you can accept who you are and who God says that you are, without even seeing evidence or proof of it, you will begin to move forward. Here, Paul's like, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. He's saying, listen, I know I'm not where I'm. No, I'm, I haven't acquired this, this completeness in Jesus Christ. I know I haven't gotten there. I know there's still some things in me. He said, but I'm pursuing it. I'm, I'm, I'm heading in that direction of absolute fullness. He said, I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me. And at the end, he says, one thing I had to do is I forget all of the past. And that forget means to to not care for, to not tend to, to neglect, meaning anything that tries to come up. 
any thought that tries to remind me or convince me or any, even if any evidence, any facts, if any facts try to appear that reminds me of, or that tries to convince me of who I'm not, I, I neglect it. I don't even care. I don't let the thought, I don't care for the thought. I don't let the thought stay there and I nurture it and I think on it and I pray and I, 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 I just wonder if, 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 um, Gosh, how did I get here? Man, maybe I am, you know, oh no, I didn't do that right. He's like, no, I, I, I forget it. I, I, I get rid of the thought. I choose to not allow that thought to take up space in my mind. He said, that's, that's the one thing though I have to, I have to focus on. Cause I realize if I don't, I'll, I won't be running towards his abundance. I won't be running towards his fullness. I won't be running towards what he has for me. I'll continue to stay in a place of what I'm not and what I don't have and what other people have and what I wish I had and what I'm what and what I, I continue to struggle with and what I continue to and what this person did to me. He's like, I'll continue to continue to stay in this place of what I did to Christians and what I did to Jesus and that I don't deserve this. And then I'm a good for nothing. And I'm I, I don't know why he's using me like he could have used someone better. No, if I stay in that place, I'm 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 saying that there's something I have to do. There's something that I have to be. And some of you need to accept that it's not you that's going to be able to do it. Some of you need to accept that it's not by your own strength. Some of you need to accept that, you know what? I, I don't, I didn't deserve this. Some of you need to accept and say, you know what? You're right. I am imperfect. Accept it. The part that struggles with perfection is the fact that you want to accept that you're imperfect. And it's okay. You're imperfect serving a perfect God who is, who is making you perfect. He's making you mature. He wants to change your perception of how you even view perfectionism. You want to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And God's like, I just want you to show up and say, yes. I just want you to say, I surrender. I just want you to say, I give up. I just want you to say yes to my will. Yes to my way. And say, you can move forward in that when you accept that that's good enough for me. That I don't need your perfection. That I love you regardless. I just hear, accept God's love for you. His unconditional love. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to work for it. He loves you. No matter the mistakes that you make, God will love you the same. So what do you need to accept in order to move forward? I need to accept that I am unable to move forward in healing without God. I can't heal on my own. I need to accept that I can't be the wife to my husband without the help of the Holy Spirit, nor can I be the mother to my kids without his help. I just can't. I need his strength. I accept that I am purpose to be a safe space for people. I accept where I am at currently. 
because I know I'm in pursuit of him and I won't always be here. Some of us need to accept our present situation and where you're at. Sometimes desiring the future or for a change or for something different can keep us from facing what's in the present, can keep us from confronting what's in front of us. We want the platform. We want the, the, the millions. We want the business. We want the clients. We want all of that. But guys, like I want you to be healed right here in this place, the place that fears rejection. Like that's right now today what what I want you to be facing in front of you. But because we can't accept where we need healing or the things that we need to confront in our souls that's uncomfortable, we keep just making this circle, this circle round and round. And God's like, come on, will you, will you face the rejection issues that you have in your heart? Place that you, 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 you want to please everyone because you feel like that'll just give you a way in, that'll give you favor, that'll get you the love, the attention. Can, can we deal with that right here, right now? Because the thing is, when you deal with that, it'll open you up to the clients. It'll open you up to the, to the husband it, that I have for you. It'll open you up to the other things I have for you. But you, you're so focused on even the vision. Some of us had the vision God has shown us. Or some of us have a dream in our hearts that we're so passionate about. And God's like, right now, right here today, can you just spend time with me in your word? Will, will, you, will you just seek after me and, and, and be honest with where you're at right now? How you're feeling? So I can speak life. I can speak truth into that place so we can actually do some soul work. What do you need to accept where at right now in this present situation? Where are you right now? Some of us need to locate ourselves and say, you know what? This is where I'm at. I, I admit I am not over here. And at the same time, we can say, but I'm also not back there. God wants you to walk forward in him and he wants you to do it day by day. But the only way we can do that is agreeing with him, accepting what he is saying right now, today. Amos 3 and 3 talks about how can two people walk together um, if they're not in agreement? How can we walk forward with God if we're not in agreement with what he is saying today, right now? If we're not accepting his truth, if we're not accepting his love and his word how can we walk forward without him? So let's come to an agreement right now with Holy Spirit. Let's go into my hiding place. And for the rest of this week, I want you to create this hiding place, this secret place with God um, and really ask him and you journal down. Okay, what are some things that I need to accept what are some things I need to accept? What is God saying about him that I need to believe? Remember, belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists without without seeing any evidence of it. What is it that you need to believe about God? 
Come on, it's time, it's time, it's time. God wants you to move forward out of this place. Some of you have been in this place for 20 something years and God said, it's time to move forward. It's time to let go. It's time to forget the past. It's time to stop caring for what happened to you. It's time for you to move forward out of this mentality, this victim mentality place that you've been in. He said, it's time It's time for you to accept that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It's time for you to accept that you are loved and there's nothing that can separate, separate me from you. There's not even a mistake or a miss cross T and a miss dot I. I'm trying to say it the best way I know I can. But God said, I don't need your perfection. I don't need your, your, your gifts, your, your, your performance. I don't need that. I created you. I love you regardless. Even, even if you don't do what I, what I want you to do, I love you. He said, nothing, not even death can separate me from the, from, from the love of God. Accept his love, accept that there is fullness, that he is enough for you. God wants to take you to a place where even if you, you're not, you're not getting what you, you feel like you need out of your, your marriage. If you feel like, um, you, there's more that you, you're seeking after and you know, Hey, I, I, um, if I just had more money here or if I could just have more friends or support system, when God wants you to move forward in a place of, of accepting that, you know what? God is enough. He is enough for me. He wants you to accept that with your whole heart without any proof, any evidence of it, but because his word says so, his word says that his grace is sufficient for you. So let's, let's journey together right now in my hiding place, my hiding place, this place where we're going to meditate on this song and we're going to speak these confessions. The song is called Walk With You by Michael Bethany. It's a song I believe I've given to you before, um, but I just felt that this would be great to go with just where we're at in this space of walking in agreement with God and walking close with him, spending time with him to find out what are some things that I need to accept about God that it's been hard for me to believe. What are some things that I need to accept about myself and who God is calling me um, to be, what he's calling me to become, what do I need to accept and own and believe and take hold of? The song Walk With You has the lyrics. Um, it says, I want to know you, not just about you. Like, I want to know you. I don't want to know about you. When I was young, I knew about God. I knew about him from what I listened to in the pews and what I, um, you know, heard from my parents. But I didn't know him until I invited him into this honest and authentic place. Even if it was ugly, it was where I was at. So the song says, I want to know you, not just about you. I want to be with you, not just around you. I want to love you, not just be loved by you. When we get, when we come into a place of where we realize that God loves us no matter what, it'll make you want to love him no matter what. That's the type of God that we serve. That's the type of God that we have that's the type of God that I want you to know that when you know who you are in him when you know how he sees you 
Like I actually don't have to do all of this to be enough for God. When he loves me, even when I'm like disgusted with myself, it makes you love him more. It makes you love him more. All right, let's end right now with confessions for our soul. And I want you to speak this over your soul. This is a part of your secret place. You can worship in your secret place, pray in your secret place, read your word in your secret place in this hiding place. And I just said the very end or somewhere in there had these confessions. Okay. Until we meet again next week. So I want you to repeat after me. All right. Ready? Let's go. I accept that I have not acquired absolute fullness, but I am pursuing it. I accept that I can only move forward with God's strength and not my own. I accept who God says that I am and I will no longer second guess my calling or purpose. I accept my present by facing what is in front of me and running the race God has for me. All right. Amen. Amen. And I will see you all next week. Just remember, I'm refreshing the soul podcast. It's where soul care is self-care. All right. Bye-bye everyone that wraps up this week's episode thank you for tuning in please subscribe rate and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it also don't forget to head over to amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional rest for the soul by yours truly um you want to get it in your hand and just remember soul care is self-care until next time bye bye